Welcome to TT with the Ballers podcast. Hi guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of TT with the Ballers. We are back with Jayesh and Anshu, our regulars on the show with us. And a bomb, a literal bomb has been dropped in football. And that bomb has been dropped by arguably one of the greatest players ever to touch a ball called Cristiano Ronaldo. And today's episode is going to be all about him. We're going to talk majorly about Ronaldo because this is huge. This is, as per me, one of the biggest tactics ever taken up by a, by a player to, to, you know, allege something on his current club. People have done it in their books. People have done it in their interviews. But they have done it like, you know, 5-10 years or at least one season after they have moved out. But for a player to come out and criticize his own manager, ex-manager, current club, current owners, young players, he has not left anyone. Ex-colleagues, ex-teammates who currently are football pundits in the sense... Wayne Rooney, Gary Neville, he has not forgiven anyone. So, in that context, this Ronaldo interview really has everyone talking. And so are we talking about it. So, I'll just open the stage for Anshu right now because, you know, exactly three episodes ago, we talked about this and we talked about fall from grace and fall from uh fall from his position i mean currently old trafford is removing his morale from we at that time did not know that it's going to fall so so badly but yeah it has and like he said in the interview uh you have to destroy something to create it again so i don't know what he's up to but i mean yeah i know what he's up to but I really doubt if he'll be successful or not. Over yeah. to you. I'm really looking forward to Anshu's answer on this. I, I, I really think I should be the last one to go on this. No, not no. Not least because... <laughs> <laughs> you have to stay, set this up for the rest of the people, right? I, I, Anshu, I this today's to episode is a threesome and you're right in the middle. So after I go, you have to come in and then... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's left of you, Pandey will cover. So yeah, please do the honors. The reason I want to go at last because I I want this to be a, a conversation and not a tirade, which it is eventually going to be, you know, given my history. But okay, uh, see, uh, everything he did or said in the interview, only the first part is out yet. So I'm not sure what I think the controversial parts are yet to be uh, uh, how to thrown into the public. Um, that said, I think the issue that most Manchester United fans are going to have with this interview is not regarding the Glazers. I think what he said needed to be said um, sooner than later. I I think uh, I think whatever. Uh, whatever he said about how the club is being run in a shit show of a, um, in, you know, in, in in an entire shit show of an environment, anything and everything that's related to uh, the training grounds, Carrington, uh, people surrounding Manchester United in general. And it's nothing the fans are not aware of. It's nothing the fans have not been going on about for quite some time. Um, what actually is not going to put him on side with any of the United fans is what he said about Eric Ten Hag. Because on the face of it, at, at the very least, him saying that he was that he does not have respect for Ronaldo, I think everything the manager has done in the past few months has been uh has been a testament of the fact that he's trying to respect him or at least does respect him. Uh, the fact that he did not bring him bring him on in the match against City and said that in the press conference that I did not bring him up because 
i wanted to give respect to his career uh gave him um, after punished him for not for refusing to come up against uh spurs making him the captain of the team i, I don't think at least again saying on the face of it i don't think that uh, there is anything anything wrong with any of the things that ten hag has done uh from the pictures that have come out of carrington and from the manchester evening news it's quite clear that he ten hag is one of those managers who's very handy on the training on placing cones himself you know teaching players how to make a run so and 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 the what he has done what he is doing is is yielding results so i think that is something the fans are not going to appreciate that being said um it's think i think this was long time coming i think ronaldo is not a kind of a player who's who's just going to sit back and uh, and well for the lack of a better phrase let his pr take a hit for such a downturn uh he seems to be a very pragmatic man he has been for the past 20 years um and so if if i were ronaldo and if i had to engineer a move away from old trafford ensuring that whatever wages i'm making there are eventually met I, I would do something like this so yeah i mean th- th- that's as sensible as i can get and i would like you guys to take the helm and perhaps we'll return for the diatribe later well in that sense you know uh, people always say is the player bigger or the club and a lot of people have been saying that what ronaldo did is in turn showing that he's trying to be bigger than the club but i don't tend to agree um, what he did what he first of all once the interview airs what i would want to understand is why did he give the interview because that is a question which will i think start the conversation that you know this is why we are having the conversation and if a player is feeling that frustrated in a club <clears throat> and you know being a chelsea fan i saw it last season yes not on this scale but Yes, Romelu Lukaku did do something which resulted in him being put on the bench, but then, uh, and eventually leading for a loan move and looking to sell him permanently. But a player with Ronaldo's stature. In- Point. I I I mean, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you out, but I think we all know why he did it. I I don't think there is a there is a debate about why he did it. He want he wants he wants to go. right he wants to go for some reason he believes that he is the same cristiano ronaldo who was playing for was playing football when he was 33 34 everybody knows he is not but you know it's it's it is what it is uh more importantly i think comparing it with the lukaku situation i think would be a bit fair because the because i, I think the the principle behind the move was the same but yeah yeah go ahead yeah so you know with that being said ronaldo did do very well or at least better than the rest in a red devil jersey uh he his stats are there to prove it that you know uh just picking up antonio's conte's interview phrase from last season you uh, spurs didn't lose to united spurs lost to ronaldo when he pulled off that hat trick so yes he is not the same ronaldo but then you also have to understand that he is just not a player who brings his stats into the game or his way of playing he brings the mentality as well and we have seen it earlier also when he was being subbed off at juventus uh during the latter st- stages of his uh career at juventus he was not very happy about it he loves playing uh that is something which is pretty evident but when he says that you know he he didn't want to come on as a tottenham substitute yes you wouldn't want to you are the arguably the best player who has ever touched a ball you are not going to come on as a time wasting substitute like come on i seriously felt that just 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 i like to you know take both the points here and i've never made notes but today i made notes <laughs> i think eric ten hag is 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 a bit of i wouldn't call him a douchebag but i'll call him 
for lack of better words, hypocrite. Because in a city match, you don't bring Cristiano Ronaldo on when your team is really struggling. Correct. And you have someone who was your by far the best player in your club. He was the top scorer. He's your legend. And then you don't bring him on. And then you tell that because I have respect, I didn't bring him on. And the next match against Spurs, you are bringing him on at that time and asking him to come on at that and juncture of the match. No, and, and then you are supposedly respectful of the man. And so we all haven't watched the entire interview, but we have watched the clips. And what Piers Morgan has come and told on Talksport is that Ronaldo believes that Eric Ten Hag is a different man when he talks personally to players versus what he says in front of the media. And I think the only reason Ronaldo stayed or Ronaldo was convinced to play for a Europa League playing team is that he was promised minutes. And there's absolutely no way in the world that he would have agreed to stay at Manchester United if, if he was not promised minutes. You, I am, I, I, I'm not, I would love to be fly on the wall when Eric Ten Hag and Ronaldo would have been talking at the start of this season or when he took charge. But my whatever little football intelligence I have says that Ronaldo said, I'm your main man. I'm your player, I play, and I'm your striker. Team supports me. And Eric Ten Hag would have said, aye, aye, yes, sir. You are our main man, you are our superstar, and you'll play. Obviously, the team hasn't played that well, or he would have... He would. He's He's been given four starts this season, Cristiano Ronaldo. And... How can someone you you try doing that to Zlatan and see what he does? Right. You don't do this to players of this stature. And Eric Ten Hag went ahead and did it. A I would say a quarter of the season is over. World Cup is on. And I'm telling you, Ronaldo will be a man on mission because he wants to show. He wants for a player who has not played in the league. And mark my words, to a player who would perform at the level he's going to perform in the World Cup, he's going to make some real headlines. And he knows this World Cup, either if he performs this World Cup, he's going to be... Like, this is his last World Cup and I'm sure he's not, not going to let it go this easy. So, I don't know. I don't know what... Eric Ten Hag is a great manager. He has done great with the club. He's doing really well. Obviously club is in is in great shape and form but, but I'm it not is David versus Goliath right now and David is Ronaldo you know I'm, I'm not he has taken I mean who's big man. who's big the current fan base of Manchester United or the current fan base of Cristiano Ronaldo so that gives you an answer because there's um, no comparison just follow the people the just just note the numbers people follow on Instagram of the respective club and the player. There's a few things that don't I don't necessarily agree with everything you 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 said right now. First of all, Eric Ten Hag is a Dutch man. I'm not stereotyping, but Dutch people are usually very lin linear thinking. We've seen that previously with the likes of Jan Cruyff, Louis Van Gaal, and anybody who has grazed the game in in from a managerial standpoint that's the first thing the second thing he he talks he talks at length about how he lost a child and uh, how it was a very difficult time for for his family i would i would under no circumstance say anything against it because i would hate to be wrong so uh, and i i don't think uh, any man would lie about it so let's just say that that happened but the another facet of the story is that because that happened, he missed the preseasons. And 
it does not matter if you are cristiano ronaldo if you miss the pre seasons it is it, it it is going to have an effect on your game i think we've all watched football long enough to understand and quote examples of the 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 people who for example marcus rashford rashford last season didn't play pre seasons was a shadow of himself the entire season i'm not saying that's i'm not saying that is something that would have happened to cristiano ronaldo on the same level of things but you can see like he has he has the starts that he has so had you are season. saying that people who don't play in pre season don't perform well in 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 uh, in the season i mean uh, no, i'm not saying that. i'm saying i'm one, saying one game I'm, of pre no 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 no, no, no. Har, the, harsh, harsh. Uh, i'm not no golden no 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 you're 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 twisting words that are coming out of my mouth right now i'm not saying that the Get only thing i'm saying the the only thing that i'm saying and the only thing that I, i i think you guys would agree with me on this it does not matter uh if if it's cristiano ronaldo or not if the coach believes that missing the preseason is 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 going to keep you out of the team it is going to keep you out of the team it's as simple as that he i mean see this is a manager that plays people on on the basis of form he brought in the likes of casemiro did not play him till it was absolutely necessary till he felt that maybe he has trained enough to be with the team so if you are and to answer the question of 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 ronaldo staying because he was promised minutes i don't think that's true because he did everything that was there in his power to engineer a move out in in summer he wanted to he wanted to join a club that's that's playing champions league ted bowley was after him i mean if only if uh, thomas tuchel wouldn't have wouldn't have uh, interf- in, uh, interfered we might have seen cristiano ronaldo wearing the blue t- and they going all gaga about how happy he is about it so i don't think that he he wanted to stay he wanted to leave he made that very bloody clear that he wants to leave uh so i mean this is this is more this is more randy rona than anything else about you know this is a this is more like a vinathon that he's is he, is created so yeah that's what i think about it oh i also think that you know fine eric ten hag did few things got results made statements but this is something where he tried to make a statement and it backfired like big time and you know not blaming united's board or go ahead and fucking blame united's board but if they can't control an attitude of a pogba and fire jose mourinho you definitely can't contain an attitude of cristiano ronaldo and i think how many people do we know who would have the balls to go out and say ki you know the club the way it is being run is shit like screw my differences with the manager screw the way the team is playing the way the club is being run is only shit how many people would go ahead and do that and if you know if that needs to be said who knows may, makes a difference does not make a difference he gets sued does not get sued he is rich enough he'll pay off the damages what 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 is there for him to lose some or the other club will come after him and he will get his minutes eventually but then just you know what surprises me most you know what surprises me the most and as i said i've been very vocal about i've been very very vocal about the the way the club has been run over the past 10 years i think i think we've had one of the top managers uh, who who are who are managing the contemporary game come and go uh we've had new managers uh, in the in the contemporary game come and go and we've seen them all all fail the only thing and um, pande was rightly mentioning the pogba scenario i think that 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 just goes on to explain the um, the mind that is working behind the football decisions is more economic than it is sporty there was no other reason to stick on to pogba for um, such a such a long time but anyway that being said i think uh, i think what he did in terms of uh, trying to keep the fans on side and trying to highlight the obvious in terms of the fact that uh, the owners are shit i don't have a problem with it i'm i'm saying that is something that needed to be said and it's good that it came uh, it came from somebody of a stature of cristiano ronaldo who can actually who can that can actually make a difference as i said the only thing that's going to 
that's i mean you mentioned murals of ronaldo being being taken off and all of that uh, i i seriously don't think this is going to hamper his legacy at, at at united because again as i said people have done shit that's worse and people have done shit that's inexplicable and we still remember them for everything that they did on the pitch and not off it so i don't think it's going to hamper his legacy what i do think that that is going to happen is is the free fall that might uh that that might that might be caused out of this uh, not least because uh, to the club or to the player you need to specify uh, to the club to the club to the club not to the player i think the player look if you're talking about a player who is one of the few people alive that can walk into a room and say that he is the best person to have ever graced that game and the person listening to him he may disagree but he he won't be able to flat out say that he's lying such a people that that's what i is that people have done so much shit before and people in united colors roy keane eric cantona you know even even david beckham we've we've seen people do shit that they won't be remembered for so i don't think cristiano ronaldo's legacy in any way if we are to talk about him 10 years later will will probably mention this in the way that we mention him engineering his move to real madrid in 2009 where he said that you know i was i am being enslaved and whatever so we'll talk about that perhaps manchester united fans will be a little sour about it for for a long time to come but what i am worried about is what happens if if uh, the glazers you know as much as i want them to go what happens if they end up selling the club in a very uh, for the lack of a better word chaotic way to somebody who 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 might do more damage than they might do good so uh, there there are other uh, aspects to consider for example how much divided the dressing room is going to be uh, the, um, how, how are players uh, players of the young generation who pretty much look up to cristiano ronaldo as a and rightly so as a, as, as a legend of the game um, i mean we all saw, we all saw how um, garnacho celebrated his goal with him how 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 what kind of equations the youngsters in the dressing room share with him i don't know how it's going to divide the dressing room if at all so yeah i mean it's a it's 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 a it's a tough pill to swallow this it's a it's a very tough pill well i for one i'm i'm really as a fan as a ronaldo fan i'm waiting for the world cup to begin and a very defining moment would be portugal versus uruguay that that game will turn the heads that game will define his actions in the positive or the negative because i don't think he plays under pressure because yes last world cup is there and all of that but he always plays like there's no tomorrow we have seen he single handedly carried portugal against spain and managed to score a free kick managed to make a full of deheya so he has that capability if he has a thing inside him he makes sure that it it portrays and um he has he 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 is not a person who responds to flattery he responds to challenges and this is a challenge this is a challenge where the people are saying um the critics not not the fans but the critics are saying that what he has done is horrible pathetic will that affect him in a negative sense well it does i, 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 I think, think i think i mean th- on a very I, serious note on a very serious note who are these critics really jamie carragher and gary neville are critics both <laughs> of them did not get one bid for them their entire life irrespective of being homegrown boys or whatever whatever i mean what is their position in world football compared to cristiano ronaldo jermaine defo comes on talk sport and talks shit about him but seriously jermaine exactly, defoe... exactly the point i was trying to make i don't think critics like... get a i think i think i think the likes of graeme sunes craig burley jermaine defo jamie carragher gary neville all of these so called celebrated players of the game do not get a say in this simply because the fact that none of them were there and if and if any of this would have happened with any of them they would not have had the impact or the balls to do what ronaldo did so 
you know it's it's i'm i'm least bit interested about the credits well you know as i mentioned in the beginning as well before we started recording i am all in for what he did termination of a contract he'll find 100 clubs who wants he can choose where he wants to go where there, there are there are going to be clubs who want him he can he can go anywhere and still we know how fit he is the kind of impact he has yes not been scoring a lot of goals lately but that's just a matter of time players like these don't have a slump in other words so the the funny thing is how what what manchester united are going to do like they are going to do what they should do or any club does when a player goes against in uh, against them in the public terminate the contract force the player out remove his there's neurons. definitely i in my honest opinion there's definitely no way back for ronaldo And I, I, I think the timing of the same. I, I think that... I think if he wanted, look, I think if he wanted a way back, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have done what he did. I don't think he wants a way back. I think, as I said, I think this is. I think you know what I. You know what I really think. I think this is a win-win opportunity for both of these guys. What if he goes and signs for Manchester City now? Just no, because, because why would City sign him? Uh, Guardiola seems to be a pragmatic enough. Okay, man. what I, if he goes and signs for Arsenal? <laughs> What if he goes in signs for Arsenal? I'll kill myself. And they go on to win the Premier League. I mean, as much as I hate Arsenal, I would just love that to happen. Imagining those because in my head, it's, it's like three idiots, three idiots. का वो line है ना कि मैं दुखी होऊँगा. But मुझे पता है मुझसे ज़्यादा दो लोग और दुखी होंगे Chelsea fan और United fan. देखिएगाइल्फ और perhaps i'm going to kill him many times in my sleep so i i like i mean come on guys how would you feel if uh, steven gerrard signed for well he didn't so we can't say anything about it yeah, exactly <laughs> so not every club has steven gerrard sorry and you know for me it's very club. easy bro lampard signed for city then came and scored against chelsea so shit like that does not do shit to me anymore see that is why i have been the most cool person in this whole goddamn fiasco because lukaku did it to us last season only so i mean torres did it to us that was <laughs> oh, <hard. yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and that then was the champions i tell you there's la- like that's the lowest point because i started <laughs> following football because of fernando torres and steven gerrard and fernando torres doing that to to i mean yeah that's why steven gerrard is such a legend and he'll always be the greatest player for me as a fan because when your club is struggling that's when you need your legends when a club is struggling and a real madrid is bidding for you and you're not playing in the champions league and for a player and a legend to say no to that is something you don't get and uh, i think somewhere down the line united fans expected ronaldo to carry a club that was struggling on his shoulders to to greatness but there's only I so mean, much the goat can do <laughs> but but that never happened and i think that's 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 the bigger disappointment have you seen that- under the thor movie uh, just in case for our listeners love so there yeah love and thunder thor ki nayi movie hai okay so in in that Watch movie the movie mat dekhna agar koi sun raha hai to mat dekhna there are two goats in that movie bhai wo space mein udti hai wo goats <laughs> उनको ऑक्सीजन नहीं चाहिए दे कैन ऑपरेट इन वैक्यूम टू गोड्स इन दूवी हुरीज एवरीवेयर इन स्पेस 
<laughs> but United had only one goat. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah. I mean, my question to both of you is, why would a club sign him now? Because he is Ronaldo. Because he brings in money. And financially, but, yes. Then, but for the dressing room, he brings in a diva, bro. Like he, he. मतलब बहुत नखड़े हैं मैच. मतलब ठीक है. क्यों उठाएगा इतने नखड़े? Bro, मतलब ठीक है. Ronaldo. So for example, let's say he he off or if if for nothing he joins Sporting Lisbon. Hmm. And in that scenario, just imagine him. He will have a say in almost everything. And for the person who has that attitude, and I'm not saying that that attitude is negative. Let's say he has a positive effect on it, where he starts giving his input because he is, as we have repeatedly mentioned, that he is a five-time Ballon d'Or winner, has the most amount of Champions League goals, most amount of. Goals. I mean. what he did for what he did for portugal in the euros and how yeah. he made them win it speaks volumes yes. but again i mean if i was okay in a parallel world let's imagine that this was messi and this was he was doing this against barcelona as much as i would love to have my scene liverpool i would like literally think do i really want such a destabilizing factor at my club and i would say ki no i don't need him so that's my thing i mean there are rumors that he has already agreed with uh bayern munich uh, there are rumors that uh, he might go and sign for manchester city and i'm not kidding guys it's actually true legit rumor that it's it's in doing the mills but why would anyone take such a diva well the diva gives results so why not the point is any club he chooses in simple words thus goal bhi maar diya yahan se ja ke एक ऐसे क्लब के लिए जो गोल मारने में चलो हम ये नहीं बोलते स्ट्रगल हम चेल्सी का ही एग्जांपल ले लेते हैं जो गोल मारने में स्ट्रगल करती है उसमें एक रोनाल्डो को तुम डाल दो ठीक है जिसके अंदर हु हैज द कैपेबिलिटी टू प्रोड्यूस मैजिक हु हैज द कैपेबिलिटी टू ब्रिंग बेटर आउट ऑफ अदर पीपल आई सी लुकिंग एट गर्नाचो एंड द वे ही मूव द बॉल आई थिंक रोनाल्डो टेल्स हिम की ऐसे मोमेंट पे आके ना ऐसे कट मारना है तेरे को ठीक है look at chelsea defenders since the time thiago silva has come in yeah lately it's a slump in form but a person the eldest person in premier league right now is thiago silva and that kind of a mentality impacts the dressing room it brings the winning mentality it helps you in getting out of a slump like a club might be in a player might be in there are there are a lot of things but which are... i mean it's a huge po- possibility that uh, ronaldo might sign for chelsea because we all know todd bowley really wanted, wanted him it I... was one of the reasons why he sacked uh, this guy uh, tushel almost too well yes it is yeah, there in the... yeah. but then right. oh, and... with open arms just imagine rubbing a se- number 7 jersey of chelsea saying ronaldo in anshu's face oh my god <laughs> dream come true i'll wear it everywhere for one year but like anshu has already said that he would either kill himself or ronaldo <laughs> and i would not like to lose a friend so yeah what happens now where does ronaldo go from here i mean i don't think he's leaving europe oh no as of now no at least two more years in europe he could go to napoli bro very good option bro he if he goes to room and oh, we could make oh, another like movie <laughs> one last dance sapne to apne hote hain oh bhai coming back to anshu yeah what happens now which club takes him what happens what's the best case scenario for ronaldo and manchester united out of this 
provided it does not drag any further because i just heard that uh, united are preparing up have legal preparations on going to sue him they might as well i don't i don't care i i, I mean can you imagine can you imagine the stupidity that united did or the who i don't know who takes these decisions man i am like kitna ganja maar ke ye sab decision aata hoga malum nahi hai humko like they find him a million pounds after the interview and they have been take, taking legal counsel since then what exactly is a million pounds to somebody like cristiano ronaldo sofa pe baithega jhadega usse zyada paisa niklega or somehow that is supposed to be uh, i don't know uh, what is that supposed to be is that supposed to be a punishment of some sort i don't know i not that i really care but for a million pounds you can go shit on the club in an interview that's what it takes <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and you know if 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 you were fining 1 million pound to somebody like i don't know phil jones perhaps would have made a dent in his monthly expenditures you know <laughs> not ronaldo dude i mean come on he, ronaldo makes more in a in a week by the uh, through the sales of his underwear brand than united have have asked him to pay for such a sensational interview put, putting sensational in double quotes so i i as as i said these decisions beggars belief i i do not understand what is it what is it that they are trying to do but coming back to the topic who is going to take him i think if he does if he does decide to take a pay cut there are many many people who are who will be willing to i think ted boli has expressed his interest not one year ago i don't think he would mind having ronaldo at the club especially now that thomas tuchel is not in charge uh if he decides to move away from the premier league to perhaps go to uh, i don't know bayern could be one of the one of the destinations but if like i think and as i was saying this scenario presents a win win for all three parties involved uh cristiano ronaldo eric ten hag and myself how i i'll elaborate on that cristiano ronaldo gets a move away from manchester united he's not getting any he's not getting any minutes any which way eric ten hag has if if people are to be believe that he does not want to play ronaldo which i do not agree with because if he did not want to play him he would have been out in the summer but let's just say that after this he is not going to play him but so then no he, one came to united right the, you could not sign a striker as simple as that I, he, he could not he could not sign a striker because see that is a different discussion uh, or you had to pay 100 million for for an anthony exactly exactly see the, the thing is whenever united are in the transfer market and i think that is now true for all premier league clubs people just people just open their mouths like crocodiles do when they see uh, see their prey it's 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 going to happen the over overpricing is 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 pretty dominant and obvious uh the 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 reason why i think united did not sign a striker in in the summer not that they not that they were not hoping to but i think there were other concerns that they needed to address not particularly limited to center back so bringing in martinez bringing in casemiro bringing in uh, uh christian eriksen so i think they were focusing on other parts of signing and i think i think i might be wrong uh, I, i i won't be wrong i i'm pretty sure they were not expecting something like this to happen i'm pretty sure they they thought that you know uh with rashford uh, ronaldo and perhaps anthony marshall waiting for the odd game it could do well nobody expected us to win the league nobody even expected us to be in the a separate discussion my friend let's not go there right now uh, because that 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 would me that would entail me singing laurels about garnacho and i don't think <laughs> sancho cares about our podcast but if someday he does he's not going to like what i have to say about it <laughs> so, yeah, so see I, i think the the reason i said it's a win win for me as well is because this might just give me an opportunity to see messi and ronaldo playing in same team which i have wanted since i was i don't know <laughs> oh what psg because the only team in my opinion apart from manchester city that can afford his wages and still afford the uh, uh how do i put this the personality that he brings in is psg 
uh, unless he decides to take a pay cut by i don't know 50 60% uh move to a league that's not as challenging he could obviously go to portugal he has said time and again that he would love to re- return to sporting lisbon i don't know how the economics of that is going to figure out uh he has pretty much made it clear on the piers morgan interview at least in the in the parts uh, the, the first part i went through it and they showed a little uh, sort of sort of montage takes i think he's going to go to the owner and they say ki mere ko 5% उस इंटरव्यू के एंड में जो मोन्टाज आया था उससे इतना तो क्लियर है की is probably waiting for the end of the world cup to take a decision on when that should be but if this world cup goes to shit uh, in the way that if he is not able to uh, outscore himself or outperform the way people expect him to i don't think he is kind of a guy who's going who's going to stick around for much longer so in that way only i think i think he might he might just consider the psg move if psg are interested if not i think he'll probably go to portugal i think somewhere down the line i think he'll go to portugal i think you know i think he looks down upon I, a move to gulf I, I, I or bayern words i i heard yeah, yeah bayern there's serious interest I, from bayern there's serious rumors from bayern but then why would see again it's the same thing in the in the bayern team that's playing right now would you really would you really play ronaldo as the striker voting is the like seriously i, I mean, think if pande trains for 5 days he could become a better player <laughs> than chupo voting i mean come on bayern can't do you, do you remember do you remember a time when... <laughs> from lewandowski to chupo voting i think is the biggest scam of the century that just okay that shit just escalated fast do you remember a time when uh, chupo moting was being compared to the top premier league strikers playing in the top 6 teams and people were actually making a case for him i don't think you remember it was probably two seasons oh, chupo moting kis mein khelta tha bhai ko bahut gande club mein khelta tha wo acche acche club mein khela hai lekin number 2 striker psg mein khela bhai chupo moting Dude, I think Chupomoting is being used by clubs to launder money. <laughs> Because how can a player like Chupomoting? <laughs> you know, you know the the most interesting stat about Chupomoting is the guy has third the guy has thirty appearances for Stoke City over a period of one season. Guess the number of goals he has scored. mind you this is a number 9 sorry sorry okay. sorry come again i was too engaged and by the way guys he played for stoke city in the 17 18 season <laughs> in 30 appearances he scored five goals two of them are penalties by the way so he scored three he, he, he went he to psg from there <laughs> and in 31 appearances he scored six goals <laughs> one more appearance and one more goal and from there why the fuck did he go to bayern munich i have no clue man oh god <laughs> i think i think eric maxim chupomoting might just be the luckiest bad player alive on the planet right jeff <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think we should be forwarding everyone listens to us <laughs> if bayern people 
by any means or by any chance listen to us i think they're seriously going to give this a thought <laughs> no, it's a better uh, but, idea than it's a but far look, better uh, idea than finding ronaldo 1 million dollars i i i i think uh, i think bayern probably won't consider it because of the way jamal musiala has been playing i think he has been fabulous for them uh leroy sane has been very good serge gnabry has been very good so has been alfonso davis so it's not that their forward line is short of players it's... but they are not winning they are not yes. winning what games where it's in bundesliga like, do you smoke <laughs> smoke what still top of no, the league no. yeah they are top of the league <laughs> yeah so uh, they have won their last five games but they were really really struggling in the earlier part of the and season. dortmund is fucked by the way so there's seriously no team that can give them a challenge mm-hmm. next team that could give them a challenge is uh, red bull leipzig leipzig and, and freiburg i think freiburg are playing well this season too i think freiburg are, are playing really yeah, well yeah freiburg are second with 30 points okay okay just four points clear and a long way to go yeah 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 they have but i lost one look i don't think bayern bayern in the last 10 years has ever signed a player to win the bundesliga that they would do that in their sleep having having smoked five joints every day it it, it won't bloody matter i as far as as far as the team winning champions league is concerned do you really think signing ronaldo is going to do it i don't think so i i really doubt it um i but, think i think now that i think of it i i really am, i would really if i was deciding i would not sign ronaldo because it's too much of a risk but yeah. on the flip side of it if it works positively then it might just you know it's flip like, of like a, a start Yeah, I mean, uh, like, like it would give a a boost to a stunting club. Yeah, I, 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 I think and and the point you know interesting point is I don't think he Ronaldo is going to have a transfer fee he's like free me le ja bhai isko nahi chahiye type ka scene rahega contract terminate ho jata Todd Boli is a businessman yeah Todd Boli is a businessman he just paid 4.05 billion pounds to buy Chelsea that thing thing <laughs> and currently liverpool are being valued at 5 billion pounds plus this club was fucking bought for 300 million pounds yes so it goes now to show what club has done for the cop it goes to show what fsg has done for the club because trust wow. me we would have i i swear on my fandom and i swear on this chest nahi like this chest hmm we would have been another nottingham forest if not for fsg because we were going through some serious shitty times and and at the end of the day that's what makes me proud that you know despite all of that despite a roy hodgson managing our club and despite we not being able to win in europa against young boys we could come all this way and win the champions league and the premier league but that's a talk for some other day mm. point is if todd bowley can pay 4 billion plus to buy chelsea he can certainly pay some money and get ronaldo and in cash on the business value it brings to the club by 2 saal ke liye agar 20 million ka contract ronaldo ko offer karta hai jo ki bahut sara paisa hoga it will bring a lot more than it would take nahi jeete nahi jeete wo alag baat hai bhai in the amount of followers t-shirt ke sales mein paisa kama loge tum log wo to 
खरीद लेंगे और ये दोनों गैरी ने वेलो जेमी कह रहे हैं उनको बोलेंगे छोड़ दो नहीं बोलना is probably going to be is probably not going to be centered around ronaldo in the way that fernando santos has been like we've seen him manage portugal for a number of years now he is more defensive minded than he is not defensive minded so i think a lot of how portugal are going to play this season is going to be uh pushing from <clears throat> essentially making runs from the back it has to be pressing from the back it has to be pressing from the striker so i don't think if portugal are are going to do anything worthwhile in this world cup they are not going to be ronaldo centric but that being said again coming back to the point that this is a guy who by the way guys a massive update coming from the friendly match uh, mm. ronaldo is not even playing well uh, so there's a friendly starting in roughly 25 minutes from now portugal yeah. versus nigeria oh, and it. ronaldo is not even in the starting lineup is he in the substitute Dude, please no, he's not. So that's probably them giving him a rest, which is fine. I I don't think I don't think he's going to be on the bench in the World Cup. I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to start Rafael Leao or whoever they're going to start as a, as a as an alternate striker. I think they're going to start start with Ronaldo, yeah. and yeah, and if he goes on to perform well in the group stages, we might as well see him go. we might as well see him taking portugal you know through the tournament uh, however far they are to go but if he has if he has a good world cup say he say they are to play i don't know they are going to play three games in the group stages say they go to the round of 16 let's let's just say they make it to the quarter finals in which case they are playing at least five to six games in those five to six games if ronaldo can average a goal per game we are going to see a very very different winter transfer window because i don't think i don't think united under any circumstance irrespective of how he performs are going to retain him not after what he's done even if they do i don't see the fractures in the relationship between ten hag and ronaldo being you know fizzed out anytime soon so he is moving but if he performs well in the world cup they might as well see it at the you know making a bit for him again in the winter well a long story to go but <clears throat> let's wait it out i think the timing of the interview was very aptly done uh after the fixtures were done and the world cup break was starting so yes. that in itself was a very big statement and with that let's bring a close to this ronaldo chapter and let's wait out what's going to happen with him till then enjoy the world cup bye bye thank you for listening